Welcome to this Pure Voice activity. To access the entire activity, including downloadable slides and transcript, go to www.purevoice.com forward slash UAB. This activity is supported by an educational grant from Takeda Pharmaceuticals International AG. Welcome to this Pure Voice panel discussion on complex perianal fistulas due to Crohn's disease. This activity comprises two presentations featuring Professors Iris Dotan and Janindra Warusaritane. At any time during this presentation, you may download supporting materials and share this activity with colleagues. Hello, I'm Iris Dotan from the Rabin Medical Center in Petah Tikva, Israel. Joining me in this activity is my esteemed colleague, uh, the surgeon Janindra Warusaritane from St. Mark's Hospital in the UK. Good evening, Janindra. Good evening, Iris. Nice to see you. Let's start uh, with a, a first discussion. And actually, we're focusing on the question, are we doing enough for our patients with complex perianal fistulas? We will discuss the rationale for stem cell therapy in healing complex perianal fistulas and how this approach may address the unmet needs in those patients. So, Janindra, you're the surgeon. So, let me uh, take me through what a complex perianal fistula is, what is the pathophysiology, and how we can relate uh, the rationale for stem cell therapy in these patients. So I think um, if um, we look at the pathophysiology of the um, complex perianal fistulas, you can see that it's not as simple as having a line from the inside to the outside, as we would all like to believe. I think there is a lot more happening within the inside of the uh, perianal um, Crohn's fistula. We know that there is a, a degree of dysregulated inflammation, and you can see from this very good diagram uh, done by my colleague Phil Tozer at St. Mark's, looking at the various aspects. Some of the fistula um, uh, tracts actually have epithelialization, and that epithelialization uh, means that there is probably no inflammation within it. But the other sides of the tract might have inflammation because they have this ongoing inflammatory process. We're not really sure about what happens with the microbiological factors. We know there is some evidence to suggest that uh, actually there are no bacteria within it, but we know that some patients respond to antibacterial treatment. And we also know that with Crohn's disease, there's a massive failure of wound repair, which you can see uh, especially um, uh, in those patients who have not just the fistula, but ulcers within the perineum as well. So I think it's not as straightforward as we would like it to be. I think it's much more complex than that. And, and as a result, um, trying to work out the right treatment for the right patients is very important. I think that this is very uh, important to understand when we are planning the rationale for stem cell therapy or for any therapy for this uh, sense. So what do we have at the moment uh, in our armamentarium of treatments for patients with the complex perianal fistulas? So I think our audience uh, are uh, well aware uh, of the possibilities that we have and that we do have an unmet need. So we uh, may use antibiotics, as you said, uh, that usually provide uh, uh, transient relief for our patients. Immunosuppressants, uh, don't, there is not robust data to support uh, their efficacy. And actually the first leap 
uh, forward in our uh, armamentarium to treat patients with perianal Crohn's disease was almost 20 years ago uh, when infliximab uh, was used to treat patients with perianal fistulas, showing that about 50% of patients had uh, a remission in their disease within 14 weeks from first infusion. These were major advances at that time. And of course, recently, we have multiple surgical options uh, for these patients. Can you elaborate a little bit on our surgical options for perianal fistulas? We have so many tools in the toolbox. Um, and we all have our ideas about which one we would use and which one we don't use. But the reality of the situation is that they're all very good as an adjunct in terms of trying to control the disease. But they don't always work. As far as the patients are concerned, there comes this situation where what they really want to avoid is having a permanent stoma. And what we as surgeons try to do together with working with the gastroenterologists, and so we talk to each other and include our patients very much into that, is to try and get that uh, symptom control as best as we can with these various surgical techniques. I think that the major point uh, in your discussion was that the glue and the plugs and fistulotomy and fistulectomy and the surgical approaches are all very important and provide help. However, uh, we need to face uh, recurrence and failure of the treatment, uh, as well as the fact that it will not be suitable for all patients. We see here uh, the treatment failure and the chance for relapse or recurrence in our major uh, uh, therapies, including the anti-TNFs and the surgical and the combined uh, approaches, surgical and medical. So we see that there is an effect. However, there is a significant uh, treatment failure as well as relapse or recurrence of disease. So there is an unmet need for patients with complex perianal fistulas, and this is where stem cell therapy may come into play. And in patients with perianal fistulas in general, and specifically in patients with Crohn's disease where the inflammatory milieu is also affecting wound healing processes, there is a need for something like stem cell therapy to uh, participate in a more normal wound healing process in patients with complex perianal fistulas. And uh, stem cell therapy transplantation provides a way of increasing the number of cells locally in this critical phase of healing. In normal wound healing, we need multiple cell types and in pathologic situations, stem cell supply is deficient, we presume. Therefore, in patients with perianal fistulas with Crohn's disease, where the problem is even worse because of the inflammatory milieu, we expect that there will be uh, an advantage for uh, local uh, activity of stem cells that will be infused into the fistula tract. And we already have even a meta-analysis on over 200 patients that were treated with stem cell therapy for patients with perianal Crohn's disease compared to placebo. And in this meta-analysis, when you're looking at fistula healing, that stem cell group had a higher rate of fistula healing compared to the placebo group in patients with Crohn's fistula. The odds ratio were over two uh, for the fistula healing in patients that were treated with the stem cell therapy. Assuming that we have this new and promising tool of stem cell therapy to treat patients with perianal Crohn's disease. So what is the timing that you suggest we would treat these patients, Renindra? 
So I think the the short answer to that question in a lot of ways is the sooner the better. And I think it's really important that we do um, deal with those patients very early on in the piece because the longer you leave the disease, the longer it progresses, the more tracts you have uh, and uh, the, the more extensive it gets, the harder it is to start to bring back. So how do you do it? How do you make sure that patients are referred uh, to the uh, multidisciplinary team in St. Mark's, for instance? The key to it is to have very good relationships with all of the community uh, or the other centers where, where perhaps their expertise isn't uh, as prominent. Bringing those patients into the tertiary centers very early and having a structure for the patients. If we involve our patients in the decision-making process to intervene a lot earlier, um, is, is a lot better than waiting for things to progress to the point where it's sometimes difficult to bring back. Having that communication, bringing in the IBD nurses in particular, they're very knowledgeable and they can actually advise the patients on who to go and see, what to do, uh, or even give uh, advice on um, what is needed. They will then contact the relevant uh, clinician as well. So I think it's important to have that multidisciplinary approach, but most importantly, allow the patients a way of accessing that system. Yeah, I, I think that you highlighted correctly that the resources are a major issue and just the referral via the IBD nurse or the coordinators will enable that the patient will be introduced uh, into those resources that are so important if we want to address such a complex situation like complex perianal fistulas. So I think we can summarize this part uh, of uh, the activity, uh, Janindra, uh, uh, where we discuss complex perianal fistulas in patients with Crohn's disease. They impose a considerable burden on patients, their families, and on their healthcare providers. Uh, the rates of failure and relapse are generally high with the currently available treatments. And effective treatment options for complex perianal fistulas in patients with Crohn's disease, especially those who are refractory, uh, are actually still needed and stem cell therapy in this sense is a good treatment option for patients with complex perianal uh, fistulas on the background of Crohn's disease uh, which otherwise cannot be healed by conventional uh, operative procedures and the treatments that we have so far. So with that I'd like to thank you Janindra for joining me in this interesting and I think highly relevant uh, activity and I'd like to thank the audience for the attention. Thank you, Iris, and thank you, everyone, uh, for uh, this wonderful uh, discussion. Welcome to this Pure Voice panel discussion on complex perianal fistulas due to Crohn's disease. This activity comprises two presentations featuring Professors Iris Dotan and Janindra Warusaritane. At any time during this presentation, you may download supporting materials and share this activity with colleagues. Hello. I'm Iris Dotan from the Rabin Medical Center in Petah Tikva, Israel. Joining me in this activity is my esteemed colleague, uh, the surgeon Janindra Varisavitarne from St. Mark's Hospital in the UK. Good evening, Janindra. Good evening, Iris. Nice to see you. Let's start uh, with a, a first discussion. And actually, we're focusing on the question, are we doing enough for our patients with complex perianal fistulas? We will discuss the rationale for stem cell therapy in healing complex perianal fistulas and how this approach may address the unmet needs in those patients. 
So Janindra, you're the surgeons. So let me uh, take me through what a complex perianal fistula is, what is the pathophysiology, and how we can relate uh, the rationale for stem cell therapy in these patients. So I think um, if um, we look at the pathophysiology of the um, complex perianal fistulas, you can see that it's not as simple as having a line from the inside to the outside as we would all like to believe. I think there is a lot more happening within the inside of the uh, perianal um, Crohn's fistula. We know that there is a, a degree of dysregulated inflammation and you can see from this very good diagram uh, done by my colleague Phil Tozer at St. Mark's looking at the various aspects. Some of the fistula um, uh, tracts actually have epithelialization and that epithelialization uh, means that there is probably no inflammation within it. But the other sides of the tract might have inflammation because they have this ongoing inflammatory process. We're not really sure about what happens with the microbiological factors. We know there is some evidence to suggest that uh, actually there are no bacteria within it, but we know that some patients respond to antibacterial treatment. And we also know that with Crohn's disease, there's a massive failure of wound repair, which you can see uh, especially um, uh, in those patients who have not just the fistula, but ulcers within the perineum as well. So I think it's not as straightforward as we would like it to be. I think it's much more complex than that. And, and as a result, um, trying to work out the right treatment for the right patients is very important. I think that this is very uh, important to understand when we are planning the rationale for stem cell therapy or for any therapy for this uh, sense. So what do we have at the moment uh, in our armamentarium of treatments for patients with the complex perianal fistulas? So I think our audience uh, are uh, well aware uh, of the possibilities that we have and that we do have an unmet need. So we uh, may use antibiotics, as you said, uh, that usually provide uh, uh, transient relief for our patients. Immunosuppressants, uh, don't, there is not robust data to support uh, their efficacy. And actually the first leap uh, forward in our uh, armamentarium to treat patients with perianal Crohn's disease was almost 20 years ago uh, when infliximab uh, was used to treat patients with perianal fistulas, showing that about 50% of patients had uh, a remission in their disease within 14 weeks from first infusion. These were major advances at that time. And of course, recently, we have multiple surgical options uh, for these patients. Can you elaborate a little bit on our surgical options for perianal fistulas? We have so many tools in the toolbox um, and we all have our ideas about which one we would use and which one we don't use. But the reality of the situation is that they're all very good as an adjunct in terms of trying to control the disease, but they don't always work. As far as the patients are concerned, there comes this situation where what they really want to avoid is having a permanent stoma. And what we as surgeons try to do together with working with the gastroenterologists, and so we talk to each other and include our patients very much into that, is to try and get that uh, symptom control as best as we can with these various surgical techniques. I think that the major point uh, in your discussion was that 
that the glue and the plugs and fistulotomy and fistulectomy and the surgical approaches are all very important and provide help. However, uh, we need to face uh, recurrence and failure of the treatment, uh, as well as the fact that it will not be suitable for all patients. We see here uh, the treatment failure and the chance for relapse or recurrence in our major uh, uh, therapies, including the anti-TNFs and the surgical and the combined uh, approaches, surgical and medical. So we see that there is an effect. However, there is a significant uh, treatment failure as well as relapse or recurrence of disease. So there is an unmet need for patients with complex perianal fistulas, and this is where stem cell therapy may come into play. And in patients with perianal fistulas in general, and specifically in patients with Crohn's disease, where the inflammatory milieu is also affecting wound healing processes, there is a need for something like stem cell therapy to uh, participate in a more normal wound healing process in patients with complex perianal fistulas. And uh, stem cell therapy transplantation provides a way of increasing the number of cells locally in this critical phase of healing. In normal wound healing, we need multiple cell types. And in pathologic situations, stem cell supply is deficient, we presume. Therefore, in patients with perianal fistulas with Crohn's disease, where the problem is even worse because of the inflammatory milieu, we expect that there will be uh, an advantage for uh, local uh, activity of stem cells that will be infused into the fistula tract. And we already have even a meta-analysis on over 200 patients that were treated with stem cell therapy for patients with perianal Crohn's disease compared to placebo. And in this meta-analysis, when you're looking at fistula healing, that stem cell group had a higher rate of fistula healing compared to the placebo group in patients with Crohn fistula. The odds ratio were over two uh, for the fistula healing in patients that were treated with the stem cell therapy. Assuming that we have this new and promising tool of stem cell therapy to treat patients with perianal Crohn's disease. So what is the timing that you suggest we would treat these patients, Renindra? So I think the, the short answer to that question in a lot of ways is the sooner the better. And I think it's really important that we do um, get, deal with those patients very early on in the piece because the longer you leave the disease, the longer it progresses, the more tracts you have uh, and uh, the, the more extensive it gets, the harder it is to start to bring back. So how do you do it? How do you make sure that patients are referred uh, to the uh, multidisciplinary team in St. Mark's, for instance? The key to it is to have very good relationships with all of the community uh, or the other centers where, where perhaps their expertise isn't uh, as prominent. Bringing those patients into the tertiary centers very early and having a structure for the patients. If we involve our patients in the decision-making process to intervene a lot earlier, um, is, is a lot better than waiting for things to progress to the point where it's sometimes difficult to bring back. Having that communication, bringing in the IBD nurses in particular, they're very knowledgeable and they can actually advise the patients on who to go and see, what to do, uh, or even give uh, advice on um, what is needed. They will then contact the relevant uh, 
clinician as well. So I think it's important to have that multidisciplinary approach, but most importantly, allow the patients a way of accessing that system. Yeah, I, I think that you highlighted correctly that the resources are a major issue and just the referral via the IBD nurse or the coordinators will enable that the patient will be introduced uh, into those resources that are so important if we want to address such a complex situation like complex perianal fistulas. So I think we can summarize this part uh, of uh, the activity, uh, Janindra, uh, uh, where we discuss complex perianal fistulas in patients with Crohn's disease. They impose a considerable burden on patients, their families, and on their healthcare providers. Uh, the rates of failure and relapse are generally high with the currently available treatments. And effective treatment options for complex perianal fistulas in patients with Crohn's disease, especially those who are refractory, uh, are actually still needed. And stem cell therapy in this sense is a good treatment option for patients with complex perianal uh, fistulas on the background of Crohn's disease, uh, which otherwise cannot be healed by conventional uh, operative procedures and the treatments that we have so far. So with that, I'd like to thank you, Janindra, for joining me in this interesting and I think highly relevant uh, activity. And I'd like to thank the audience for the attention. Thank you, Iris, and thank you, everyone, uh, for uh, this wonderful uh, discussion.